0: everyone welcome back to snc adventures talk it out podcast Um, my name is sarah and today i'm connected by phone to our guest jacob who until just recently was abroad in rome italy before having to be evacuated and return home to the states due to the ongoing coronavirus so i will give him a minute now to introduce himself
1: hi everyone my name is jacob patrick i am a finance major at st norbert i'm a junior um, and as Sarah just said, I, uh, I just got back from February 28th was the the official date of evacuation. But I, I've been home for quite a few weeks now, kind of brought back to the, the weird new normal that we're all kind of <laughs> um, <laughs> brought into. So things are, things are weird for me, but it's kind of weird for everyone. So I feel like I, I fit in coming home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely strange times here. <laughs> Um, So, kind of before we get into that whole experience, because obviously your study abroad time was very unique to say the least, Um, but before we kind of jump into all that it'd be great to hear kind of how your semester was going prior to all this, so kind of just to start, why did you choose to go to Rome?
1: Um, I chose to go to Rome because i am i 'm big into traveling i 'm big into exploring new cultures and um, finding ways ways that people live um, live their lives and live in societies that are different to mine and how they uh, how they live and thrive within it. I love trying new foods I love seeing new places um obviously the the history of of rome and italy it was something that drew me to it mm-hmm. um and also saint Norbert does a really wonderful job having um convenient course loads um i am a student that's looking to graduate um in three years so from the from the time i was at saint Norbert, three years and then I'm, I'm set to graduate and so being able to to fit studying abroad in without that slowing down my uh my pretty heavy course load um, yeah, is, sure. is really wonderful. So St. Norbert just does a really wonderful job with that.
0: Wow, that's great to hear. So um, as far as your classes, what were you taking there?
1: So I was taking a total of five classes. Let's see if I can get them all. So <laughs> I'll start with the the more mundane ones. I'm taking them. I was taking a marketing class and then a um, international economics class so those are my two kind of businessy classes there and then the other three i believe were core classes so it was was global media um it was global media intercultural communications and then um the class that i thought was most interesting being in rome and everything was it was popes of rome and the history of the catholic church oh interesting. so obviously so these classes all have um different ways that they're tied in but specifically that class i was really thankful because we got to go on this trip before uh before the we got evacuated and everything, but,
0: yeah.
1: um, we got to go to the Vatican, got to go to the Vatican museum with my teacher who actually worked or works at the Vatican while he's also a professor. So oh, it was, wow. it was really just a great experience. We got to go underneath, um, underneath to like the, the, down to the level of the ancient roads of, of the Vatican city and just all absolutely amazing things. So I, I'll never forget that there's still really great memories that were made.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So kind of aside maybe from those favorite memories, do you have any other favorite memories from your time there? Or maybe just some favorite aspects about Rome as a city?
1: Um, so what you'll really be able to look back at for someone who's studying abroad is just thinking about all the the amazing things day to day. So getting up, um, going to an Italian coffee shop and, and sitting down and eating a pastry and just like taking it all in especially on the the really beautiful days and the the mm-hmm. way that it works out if you go at least for the second semester you get to miss yeah. the, the brunt of the winter in wisconsin so um and so it really just the the beautiful just the beautiful sun and the food, and just taking it all in every day, and and realizing that you can you're a 20 minute walk away from the Pantheon and a 30 minute walk away from uh, Trevi Fountain. So mm-hmm. it's just like these things that you can walk past every day if you choose to, and in lots of days I did because it's just such a such an amazing an amazing thing to have all that history right right amongst you.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, So now kind of to make our transition into our main topic of conversation, which is your evacuation from there, Um, kind of just to start, how did the beginning of, like the beginning stages of all this happen for you? Were you noticing anything shifting in Italy that maybe led you to believe that your own semester was going to be impacted?
1: So the earliest time, I think it was early February, I actually went and visited. So, so obviously there was, there was news, things in the news and from China that things yeah. were, that there was a, an infectious disease. Um, there was information coming out of China that it wasn't um, being spread per, like between people. And so it, things were get, kind of getting downplayed by seemingly everyone everywhere. And so it was mm-hmm. kind of... Um, there's lots of calm, but then early, early February, I went and I visited my girlfriend who's um, also a St. Norbert student. I uh, was studying abroad in uh, Valencia, Spain. And so I went and visited okay. her. And on the way back, I got my temperature checked at the airport. And at that oh, point, okay. I was kind of like, ooh, um, <laughs> interesting. All right. Um, mm-hmm. But what if I had like the flu or something? <laughs> like, it, yeah. it just, it's just a little bit scary because it's obviously something that I can... It, it, Worst case scenario for me, it would be an inconvenience, thank goodness. But um, it's just that that kind of changed my mindset. I started following the news a lot more. I got in contact with, um, with Gail, with Gail Gilbert, who's the, who's the head of, of our study abroad department. She was absolutely wonderful. And I was in pretty much everyday communication the days coming up to um, getting evacuated and getting things all situated. Um, and St. Albert was super, super um, transparent and open. What was happening, what information they had, but frankly, they didn't have information to give me most of the time because they were on pretty much the same page as me for the most part besides yeah, that they sure. had the the um the ability to make the decisions so <laughs> um it was it was interesting but um but yeah once we once it got closer to the actual evacuation date, I think things started to become more obvious, but really until I got the email um to to get out of there it was I I thought I was staying for a while but
0: yeah well it's great to hear because I was actually going to ask you kind of how everything was communicated with you either from our study abroad office or just campus in general so Mm -hmm. it's nice to hear that you had a good experience with that and everything was very helpful definitely so now kind of that you are at the time back you get the word that you're returning home. What are your kind of initial thoughts running through your head?
1: So my initial th- thoughts for about five minutes was, a, was a bit of panic. It was yep. about, uh, let's see, I think it might've been one o'clock in the morning, their time. Cause they were seven, seven hours ahead at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was normal, normal time in the afternoon here, but it was late there. Um, and so I already had, I made sure to keep all of my belongings within my room and I, I had a, I had my own room, which is a thankful thing. I kept all my things in my room so that I could easily get all packed up. Um, one second, sorry. So I could get all packed oh, up. Um, and so I got all my things together. And within about an hour, I was out of, uh, I was in a taxi on the way to the airport. <laughs> so... Um, oh wow. I, so it
0: was that quick of a yeah, kind of turnaround I,
1: for you. My peers didn't quite take that same avenue, but I figured that I didn't know what the airports were gonna be like. I didn't want to deal with the the rising prices in the next couple of days because I figured there'd be a large uh flux of kids leaving from study abroad programs in particular, but also just regular American travelers specifically, um leaving the country for the US. Um and so I was I was there by two thirty at the airport. Um I had to use my my spanish language skills to to try to bridge the gap between english and italian because when you when you first get there if you get there in the middle of the night there are not many um english-speaking workers there it's mostly um people people um moving things construction mm-hmm. workers and sort of thing so in general the the people that i spoke in particular didn't speak too much english but they're very very helpful and uh helping me kind oh, of bridge well, the gap using Spanish and uh, figuring out where the ticket booth was um, and buying the ticket actually at the airport and, and getting out on a six o'clock in the morning flight. So pretty, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, there's a lot of adrenaline. I was up for probably 38 hours, something like that. Um, I know oh, well. I could not sleep yeah, on either imagine. of the flights because I was just completely um, toned, tuned in.
0: Yeah, so kind of worth did you notice, maybe because you were there so early, it wasn't quite too bad, but were things really starting to ramp up at the airport?
1: Yeah, so I was lucky. I got out, so they they turned it up to a, Gail actually told me this afterwards, which is kind of funny, is that they were going to call the St. Noah people back, even if it was just a, so I, I believe it was a State Department level, t- level three or four, they said were their parameters after that when I was leaving, mm-hmm. um, that they would call kids back, but it got put up to a three right as they were announcing. Um, but it turns out that was just by coincidence. They were going to call us back or no, it was up to a three oh. and there was going up to a four.
0: Um, oh, okay. but
1: so it was just by coincidence that they called us back right when it was going up to a, to a four, um, in Northern Italy, I think in, in particular, but, um, but yeah, so I got out of that right as it was being announced. And so it takes a little while for governments to kind of, get their, get their button gear and, uh, kind of get things moving on, uh, protocols and screenings and everything. So my flights back were pretty normal. Um, I didn't get any weird, uh, I was, I was extremely nervous that I was going to get some weird, uh, weird looks coming back from, from Italy and everything, but, um, everything was normal. Yeah. Uh, every, uh, customs and everything. When I got back to the U S was normal. Um, I flew through Lisbon, and so there were no, uh, no weird things. Certainly a lot of people wearing masks in the, uh, in the airport, which is uh, yeah, a little bit sure. disconcerting when you're walking through there and everything. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, obviously you got to return home quickly, which was good. And then kind of what did the net, the next steps look like for you as far as maybe self quarantining or just kind of coming mentally to terms with the situation you just went through?
1: Yeah. So um Obviously lots of drowsiness first getting back, but the jet lag wasn't near as bad coming home as it was going there. I think it has something to do mm-hmm. with the, the time going backwards instead of instead of forwards. Um I flew through the day, which is which is a nice thing. Once I got back I quarant- I self quarantined for fourteen days, so I was pretty much just with my um with my family. I wasn't ex- I didn't experience any symptoms throughout the fourteen days, so mm-hmm. that was that was good. Um, but yeah, I just kind of laid low, and by the time my quarantine was over, for the most part, there was a quarantine set or starting to get set throughout the country. And so I had a I had a few days where I uh, went out to eat, and uh, things <laughs> seemed a little bit normal. And my, my girlfriend came and visited me, and I went and visited her. Um, but there was about a week of relative normalcy until uh, things here started to like okay, everyone shut down, everyone get in your house. I'm like I was already in my house, so it's no yeah okay. um, <laughs> so you
0: kind of got a taste of what you were for. yeah yeah okay so and then how was it kind of maybe mentally did you have struggles at first was it hard to return home
1: um to do to, to. so I'm very I'm very thankful because I I was able to do the St. Norma Gap program which unfortunately is um is isn't going on anymore but um yeah. it was a really great program where we traveled to to Guatemala for a month amongst other things. Um, and so I've had some experience abroad and leaving abroad and the kind of withdrawal from that. And it's, it's kind of weird coming back and it's kind of sad. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm thankful for that, um, that I've had opportunities in my life where I've been able to to go abroad and see really cool things and transitioning back can just be kind of can be kind of rough, but thinking about the future, um, thinking about what you have, obviously seeing my family was a relief and being home and seeing my dogs. And um, that was all really wonderful. So I, one thing I'm really thankful with what St. Norbert did is they said, leave now. They didn't say, well, if you wanna come home, you can leave on this date, this date or this date. It was yeah. come home as soon as you can, we'll help you with your things. And that in mentally was really helpful because I I, it's weird because usually I want choices and I want to have control over my environment and everything. But in this situation, mm-hmm. it was nice to have strong leadership that really just said, okay, it's time to leave. And so that kind of just put me in the mental, mental space of, okay, I'm going to focus on the positives and um, kind of what am I going to do when I get home? What shows am I going to watch? What, uh, yeah. <laughs> what things am I going to do? How am I going to deal with classes? Yeah, um, That's, and all
0: these that's things. definitely a great outlook to have on the situation mm-hmm. um, because you know, obviously, when you head into your study abroad experience, a situation like this is probably one that you don't think <laughs> will ever happen. Yep. And so, you know, obviously, while it's very unfortunate what happened to your whole experience and not really getting to finish your semester there, yeah. how would you say maybe your perspective on everything has changed? Like, so, you know, I think that Italy, you guys were the first group to get sent home, yep. correct? Yes, so, I'm sure at first, maybe you were a little sad to be leaving, but is it easier now to look back on seeing where we are as a country now? Are you happy now that you're you had to come home right away?
1: Yeah, um, so at the time, I really felt like um I felt that the decision that St Albert was making was a reasonable one, and I felt like mm-hmm. um I understood where it came from um I, I, at first I wouldn't have thought they were crazy if they waited a couple more days or something like, um, while things were getting shaken out, but them taking decisive action for a lot of other schools, especially, um, put their students in more advantageous positions to get flights home, um, to be more mm-hmm. organized, have less busy airports. Um, I, I'm, I'm thankful for the, for the early action. And I mean, obviously in hindsight, um, uh, it's, it worked out really well, um, but it was also a really rational decision in the then too. They weren't they weren't out on a limb um, making some crazy uh, <laughs> some crazy things. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 I mean, it probably could have felt like that if I was more in denial of of leaving and everything. Mm-hmm. I found a way to, to start freaking out and be really upset, but I I have managed to keep my, my wits about me, and I was just I was thankful that I was coming home and that I was safe and so that I could be with my family again.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm sure there was a lot of relief on your end once you finally did make it home <laughs> after that long day of yeah. travel. And Okay. So kind of now, just to wrap up, what would you say this whole experience has taught you as a person?
1: So I think this experience, um, obviously, I got to learn and experience a new culture. Um, I think it taught some, some maturity in that I got to live pretty independently, um, in a foreign country, which is something that is, that is certainly new to me. Um, I think that even dealing with the situation is something that I'll definitely take from this. Um, I don't think it over, I don't think the situation, the way it ended overshadows the amazing experiences that I had and seeing beautiful, um, beautiful monuments, trying out traditional foods, um, and just being in Rome and all these amazing things. But I think that really does, it, it brings a level of maturity um, and gives me, it allowed me to develop some skills, um, especially in crisis situations that I'm, uh, that I will be thankful for if, um, if I ever have to use them again, which you can always hope that, that you mm-hmm. wouldn't, but mm-hmm. those those sorts of experiences in life, I think really build, uh, build character and allow you to, um, kind of kind of get to know how you are in in crisis and in uncomfortable situations so I'm thankful for that.
0: Yeah, great. Well, it's awesome that you're able to kind of take those positives away from it because like I said before, while it's obviously a very unique study abroad experience, um like it, it's great to hear that you still had an awesome experience for the time that you were there and made the most of it, which is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, great. Thank you so much, Jacob, for calling in to kind of discuss this whole crazy situation with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, glad to hear that you made it home safely. Yeah. And then, do you have any maybe last advice for anyone listening who's thinking about studying abroad?
1: Um, definitely do it. Um, you're at a you're you're at Saint Norbert. You're at a school that uh, will support you and and wants you to to go out of your comfort zone and, and really just um, live your college life to the fullest. And I think part of that really is experiencing new things and um, kind of experiencing that sort of cultural enrichment that uh, I think is so important.
0: All right, great. Thank you so much. And for anyone listening, if you want any more information on our programs, you can check out our website now.
1: Thanks. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you very much.